Welcome to OA Now here. I'm Sammy Termina, blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts of Between Terminas on OA Neighborhood Television. I'd like to welcome those hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud, those watching us on OA Neighborhood Television, and also those um, watching around OA Nation. Uh, we got a lot to talk about this week, of course. We're in the um, final stretches of spring sports seasons. Obviously, we got the final weeks of tennis, cross country, golf, um, Lumen as well. I mean, like, you know, and then like the final weeks of spring sports. Um, we got graduations, proms, everything going all at once here in this, um, on this beautiful June day. So, a lot to talk about. We're going to preview the softball preview, baseball preview for, um, for both sports. Also, we're going to look at um, the recap of the Oakland County meet, obviously, for track and field, um, previewing the state meet this weekend. Um, got a lot to look at. Um, also, we got some basketball news as well. There's a um, coaching vacancy at Ferndale. Um, why I really think that this job um, at Ferndale is a really good job for a new for a new coach just to um, come in there, you know what I mean, and just start from scratch and I think that's going to be really interesting to look at so we're going to talk about the Ferndale situation um when you look at that um the coaching search there um and um my thoughts on that and we're going to also break down a lot as well on this week's podcast so let's look at of course the um big news today of course um we're going to recap the um track and field and cross country um a track and field um Recap obviously from the Oakland County meet. Um, this was a shocker. I mean, I was kind of surprised that Oak Park um was not there at the Oakland County meet in Clarkson. I know it was a really damp and um just a cold day. And I think you know um and if it was prom related or um, graduation related, you know that's fine. But I was just a little disappointed that Oak Park just was not there and um at the meet, you know. So just it was a little surprising. Um, if it was prom or um, graduation related, that's fine. You know what I mean? Then I have nothing to worry about. But if it was anything else, I'd, I'd just be really disappointed about. But but the teams that were there, Novi Boys um, and Lake Orion Girls, they ended up winning the county championships. Um, Novi Boys um, really tight with Lake Orion, 72. Lake Orion at 62. Um, and then you look at the girls' side, um, it was eerily similar to the regional where Lake Orion ended up winning with 75, Adams with 69, um, Bluefield Hills um, with 59. Um, so it was really, really tight throughout um, in that um, in the county. I mean, Val Pallet won the shot put in discus, um, titles and throws. Um, Elena Tish has really been huge for Lake Orion, um, winning, I believe, the 300 hurdles. Um, Hundred meter dash. Um, Sophie Novak's been doing what her doing her thing, you know. And then um, Audrey DiMaggio at Seaholm um, won the um, distance relays, uh, uh, distance events. Um, um, just a lot of a lot of quality. I mean, Maggie Federman Adams won a four hundred meter. Um, you know, so when you look at when you look at the um, coming in the state meet, obviously, you know, I'm looking at of course. Um, Oh, from the county meet, I just think that um, there are a lot of um, great performances, and um, they performed well. And, you know, especially with the weather, with the damp conditions it was over at Clarkston, um, you know, I know it was really, really terrible 
um, driving when I was going up north um, this weekend up north to Caseville, and I could just imagine how the weather was down here at Clark at Clarkston, especially where um, the um, weather conditions were just not ideal, and you know, throwing wasn't ideal. I mean, like anything, but I got to give those kids, the coaches, the the um, administration at Clarkson, the athletic director, Jeff Cozen, um, his support staff, um, a lot of credit for getting that meet in um, no matter what time it started, whether it started later on than anticipated or, you know, earlier. I mean, but I got to give them all credit for the county um, for getting that um, meet in and, you know, and showcasing Oakland County's best in track and field. I mean, you know, and that's what um, happened this past weekend. I mean, like showcasing the best of the best of Oakland County. Um, so um, that's my thoughts there on the um, on um, track and from the county meet. Um, state meet this weekend, of course, um, I think East Kentwood is the favorite in Division One, um, But keep an eye on Oak Park. Um, I think Oak Park's got a shot in the girls. Um, East Kentwood, obviously, um, the team to beat in the in in the boys. I mean, girls, I think got a chance. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm curious to see what happens in that um, state meet this weekend. Um, a lot of it, most lot, everything will be in the west side of the state. I think um, D2's in Z in Caledon either in Zealand or Caledonia, um, and I know D1 is in East Kentwood. So. We'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see what happens going forward there. So that's my take on track and field. Um, in um, lacrosse, you know, I was kind of really surprised um, this past week with the um, at Region 4 in Fenton. Um, the upset of the year, I think, was Midland beating Heartland 17-15. Um, that was an upset to me. I did not expect that one coming. Um, I thought Heartland would play, would be... The favorite, but gotta give credit to Midland. I mean, Midland, you know, they're making their way up in the um, you know, in the ranks of girls across. They gotta play. They just steamrolled Clarkson the other night, twenty four six. Um, could a collision with Lake Orion be in the wings? I mean, Lake Orion's got a tough one with um Huron Valley. I mean, you know, so I gotta give a lot of props to um. I gotta give a lot of props to um. Midland, especially the way they've been playing, um, they've been gaining a lot of confidence, and you know they should be the favorite to win that region at Fenton. I mean, they should be the favorite. I mean, no doubt about it. Um, Stony Creek's got a big one looming with Birmingham Detroit Country Day. That should be a really interesting game. Um, I really think in that one, I think Stony Creek's got a shot. I mean, like I just think that the Cougars. Um, the way they're playing, both La Prairie's been playing really well. Um, you know, Detroit Country Jays coming off a big win against Birmingham Marion. Um, the other favorite who I thought would win that regional. Um, I just think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens um, between, um, you know, those two regions. Um, and then, of course, you had the big one between Birmingham United and um, Bluefield Hills. That should be a real fun game. I really think that that one will be... That one's going to be tense. This one's going to be tight. Um, I think, you know, when I've looked at the obvious swing of girls across, um, Birmingham United, you know, 
has been the team to beat, you know, even over Bloomfield Hills. I mean, this has been the team that Bloomfield Hills has had to try to overcome. And, you know, and I think, you know, at the end of the day, I just think that um, Birmingham, I just think Birmingham United, you know, they got enough talent, I think, to do some damage. Um, maybe to make another run, you know, maybe make another run at, another run at Rockford. I mean, like, you know, but I know Rockford, you know, so I'm curious to see who comes out of that region in the west side of the state to get to the state semifinals. So, you know, so I'm curious to see what happens there going forward there. Um, so that's my early thoughts on um, lacrosse, uh, on girls lacrosse. Um, boys lacrosse, of course, um, you know, you got to look at Clarkston, their matchup. I think they got Midland next. Um, you know, that'll be really interesting between those two teams. Um, you got Lake Orion, Rochester Adams. It's a rematch. Um, where um, Lake Orion won eleven to eight in a snowstorm, um, so that'd be really interesting. Um, then you have um, Birmingham Brother Rice likely taking on Birmingham. I mean, likely taking on Birmingham, um, which I think it's going to be really, really interesting there. Of course, it's been a rivalry. Um, you know, when you look at it here, boys across a lot of familiar names um, taking on one another, and I think that's going to be really interesting to see what happens there. Um, Obviously, um, when you look at matchups, I mean, like, you know, you expect the matchups to be where they're at. And, you know, I'm curious to see how the quarterfinal matchups will look, especially um, especially that Lake Orient Adams match is going to have to likely go all the way out to Rockford. Um, Lake Orient's been to Rockford earlier in the season. So, could you just imagine a Lake Orient Rockford rematch? That could be really interesting to say the least, but Adams is a team you can't underestimate. You can't underest underestimate Adams. I mean, they beat a really good Boompy Hills team um, to get to the um, state, to get to the regional final. Um, Lake Orion just tore their way through to the um, regional final, of course, blowing out Waterford, then just um, destroying Troy Athens. So this is going to be really interesting to see what happens, um, you know, in that matchup. Um, Grove, I mean, like Birmingham and um, – Brother Rice, we know about those two teams, those two well-proud programs. Um, and then, of course, you have um, Clarkston taking on a Midland, which I think is going to be really interesting. Um, up that, up at Oxford, of course, um, we know how good Clarkston is, taking on a really good Midland team. So I'll be curious to see what happens there in that one on the boys' side of things with lacrosse. Um, and I think this one's going to be really, really interesting to say the least there. Um, Let's go to our um. Let's preview the um baseball softball districts. Obviously, um, you know this one's going to be really interesting. Um, we're we're gonna go baseball first, and I think this one's going to be really interesting here. Um, we're gonna go with District Twenty One. Um, this one's gonna be taking place at Livonia Franklin. Um, you got um, Livonia Churchill versus Redford Thurston. That one is taking on Livonia Franklin, and Livonia Stevenson taking on um Farmington. Um. Livonia Stevens is ranked number two in the state. I mean, I mean they're they're ranked number two in the state. Farms has had a really nice season. Um, it's a shame that these two teams are meeting each other in the um, state semifinal. Um, it's a real shame that these two teams are meeting. Um, but um, I just think the Spartans. You know what I mean? I I just think if they can get by Farmington, or if, let's say if Farmington does pull up the upset here. Um, 
And, and, they, and I think they can pull the upset. I really think Farmington can pull the upset. Um, but um, I think they have enough to knock off Lavoni Stevenson. I really do. And But I know Lavoni Stevenson's got a really good team. Um, there's a reason why they're number two in the state. Um, and they behind them, Grand Ledge. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, but at the end of the day, in this district, I really see... Um, I, I just think Lavoni Stevenson will be too much, and I think um, they'll move on past Farmington. Uh, but but don't be surprised if Farmington does upset Lavoni Stevenson. I mean, don't be surprised. Um, let's go to region number. Um, let's go to region number. I apologize for getting my phone out here, but um, I had the matchups posted in my blog at semi-semi-clone-tamina-blogspot.com. Um, District twenty two is that Birmingham Brother Rice. You got North Farmington taking on Birmingham Brother Rice. Um, that one is taking on Bloomfield Hills, and then Seaholm in West Bloomfield. That's on the other side. Um, you know, when I look at North Farmington, West and West Bloomfield, pretty similar. I mean, both these teams have had really nice years, good seasons. Um, but I just think that you know, when you look at a team like Birmingham Brother Rice in there, and obviously we know what they have. I mean, they're a really good baseball team. Um, and then you look at, of course, West Bloomfield, who I think is a wild card in this. And then you have North Farmington, who's another wild card. And then let's not count Seaholm. I mean, obviously, Seaholm's a team that I think could do some damage or a dark horse team. Um, North Farmington, we know about Ryan Shelby, um, what he's done over there at North Farmington. Um, West Bloomfield, we know the type of team they had. I had them ranked number one for a little while in the um, inside the OA poll. Um, but... They've um they've had some struggles recently. Um, but when I look at this district until anybody knocks off the home team, um I just don't think that um anybody in this district can knock off Birmingham Brother Rice. And I and I and I really think that um that could happen. And I think, you know, at the end of the day that could very well happen. Um, you know, for Birmingham Brother Rice, I just think it's gonna be really I just don't see how anybody could knock them off. I'd be shocked if somebody did like a North Farmington or West Bloomfield. But I doubt that'll be the case. So we'll see what happens there. Um, let's go to now region from region to, from District 22 to um, District 23. I don't know. I still don't know where this district's taking place. But the matches are set. Um, Detroit Mumford, Detroit Renaissance, and UD Jesuit versus A&T. Um, until anybody knocks off the Cubs, I mean, like, I, I can't question anybody here. I, I just cannot question anybody here um, until anybody knocks off the Cubs. So, give me the Cubs in this re in this district to move on to the regionals. Um, district 24 at Royal Oak. You got Royal Oak versus Berkeley. That winner takes on Groves. And then Warren Mott versus Ferndale. Um, you know, Berkeley and Groves are two teams that I'm really high on. When you look at the Bears... And the Falcons, they've had some good, I mean, Berkeley struggled early on, but managed to pick it up late. Um, Groves has been very consistent. Um, and then, of course, you have Ferndale, who's coming up from D1. Um, they're my dark horse team to keep an eye on. I think when you look at Ferndale, um, obviously, this team, um, they've got a lot of, um, I really like where um, they're at. I mean, you know, under the radar, 
They're not being paid a lot of attention to. Um, this has been a successful program. Um, won numerous um, district titles, especially in um, Division Two. Um, but now they're up in Division One, and that could pose some challenges for them. And then you look at teams like Berkeley and Groves. Of course, Groves is really well established. Berkeley has been up and coming. Um, so when I look at this matchup here, I mean, when I look at, of course, a possible Berkeley Groves collision course, you know, possibly in the district semifinals, and then, of course, the, um, and then, of course, Ferndale taking on Warren Mott. I think Ferndale's in a really good spot maybe to pull off an upset. Do I, do I think, are they going to pull an upset? Probably not. I just think that Groves is a little bit better than what people give them credit for. And I think that, um, at the end of the day, I just think that, um, Ferndale, I just think that Ferndale, um, they'll get to the final. I think they'll get by Warren Mott, but I just don't think at the end of the day, they're not going to get by, um, Groves. And I think Groves will move on into this, um, into the regional. I really do. Um, let's go now from district number 20, um, Four to twenty-nine. This will be at Adams. Um, you got Adams versus Stony Creek. That winner's taking on Romeo, and then Rochester taking on Utica Eisenhower. Um, I really think you know there's two state-ranked teams in here in Stony Creek and Romeo. Um, Adams and Utica Eisenhower are dark horses. I mean, obviously, when you look at this district here, Stony Creek's been ranked this year. So is Romeo. Um, but I just think when you look at um. At Stony Creek, you know, this is a good opportunity for them to say, you know, we're, we've had a good start early on, but we've really struggled, you know, lately. Maybe we can get, we can start playing our best baseball getting into the postseason. Um, and then you have Romeo, who's been a team that's been there through and through. I mean, they've been playing good baseball most of the season. Um, and then there's Adams, of course. Adams has been, um, up and down, and Utica Eisenhower has been up and down as well. I mean, like, they can make up. Um, this can make their whole season if they win this district, um, especially beating um, especially if they knock off Stony Creek and Romeo. I mean, those are the two teams you really got to look at in this district that could do some damage. And I think that um, when I look at the preview here, I think that, um, you know, and I'm looking at the matchup really, really carefully here. And um, you got Adams versus Stony Creek. That's going to be a really good game. That one, it takes on Romeo. And then you have Rochester and Utica Eisenhower. I mean, Rochester plays in the red. I mean, like, and that's a, that is a really, really difficult league as is. Um, but Rochester, they could be a team to keep an eye on. Um, I just think when you look at this matchup here on paper, I just think Stony Creek struggles are going to be really, really, really well noticed here. Um, I like Romeo coming out of this region, of this district, and I think that that's going to be the case. Um, I just think the Bulldogs, a little too much um, in this district. Um, let's go now from District 29 to um, District number, um, to District 30. This will be at Waterford Mott. Um, you got... Waterford Kettering versus Waterford Mott. That one it takes on Avondale. Then you had the Battle of Troy between Troy and Troy Athens. This one's interesting because you got the OA Blue champion here in Troy Athens. You have Avondale, who's had a really nice year. 
and you have Troy, who I think is a dark horse. So when you look at this matchup, when you look at the battle of Troy, that's going to be really interesting between Troy and Troy Athens. Um, I think Athens is a better team, though. But then you look at, obviously, Avondale's path, get, having to play one of the Waterfords, Kettering or Mott. I mean, you know, I think, you know, when you look at that match between Kettering and Mott earlier in the year, um, Kettering looked um, like they're the better team. So I, I think it's going to be Kettering versus Avondale, but I think Avondale will knock them off, and they will play Troy Athens. And we might have a rematch here. And I think Troy Athens, you know, how they won the blue on their home field, um, you know, knocking off Avondale. Um, I know that still stings with the Yellow Jackets. Um, and I, I think that's going to be really interesting to see what happens there. Um, so I'm going to take Athens in this one. I'm going to take Athens. Um, I just think I don't know how the emotional psyche of Avondale is um, possibly rematching with Troy Athens. I know they want another shot at him. Um, but I think it'd be really interesting to see what happens there in that matchup. So we'll see what happens there. Um, and then there's District 31 at Lapeer. You got um, Davison versus Clarkson. That winner's taking on Oxford. Then Lapeer taking on Lake Orion. Um, this one's interesting because when you look at Lake Orion and Lapeer, you know, I think it's a good matchup for the Dragons. Um, especially they've been playing all season long. Um, you know, going up against the host school in Lapeer is had a really tough year. Um, so I'm curious to see what happens there. Um, Davis and Clarkson could be really interesting, but I still think Clarkson's a better team. Um, and then that winner's going to take on Oxford. Um, and I think that one's going to be really interesting. I mean, you know, Oxford's a state-ranked team. They're 16th in the state. Lake Orion's fourth in the state. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, I think we're looking at Lake Orion-Oxford district final. Um, and I think Lake Orion's going to be, I think Lake Orion will play on this one. I really do. I just think the Dragons have enough pitching, um, to go up against a really good Wildcat lineup. Um, Oxford's been hot and cold all season long. Um, so we'll see what happens there in that one, but I've got to give an edge to Lake Orion in that district. So I, I think Lake Orion will move on to the regional, um, round. So. That's it for baseball. Um, let's look at, of course, softball. Um, and then we'll talk a little soccer, you know, and then we'll get on to some basketball news. Um, obviously, when you look at um, softball and, you know, you're, you're looking at some of these matchups. Obviously, District 4 at Grand Blank, you know, really stands out because you got three teams that, are just, that were either state-ranked or honorable mention. Um, and Davis and Lapeer and Grand Blank. Grand Blank is ranked second in the state. Um, just had a really tough loss to Heartland the other night. Um, they feature a Purdue commit in Kayla Knobloch. Um, this one's really interesting because when you look at Grand Blank, their two losses were to Lapeer and to Howell. And I think, you know, when you look at this matchup here on paper, um, I think that if... Um, you know, a Grand Blank, Lapeer, Davis, and having to go through each other, this might be the best case scenario for Oxford because Oxford's got to play Holly, you know, on that Saturday, you know, and then that winner's going to take on um, likely either Grand Blank, Lapeer, or Davison. Um, I still think it's going to be Grand Blank, especially with the talent that Grand Blank has. Um, 
that this team is just not Knobloch. There's some others that can that have really stepped up and played well for um Grand Blank. And I, I think, you know, for Oxford, you know, I think, you know, playing an OA schedule will help them here in this district, especially but I know Grand Blank has played a really tough schedule. So I mean and they have Knobloch, who not only is a very good um pitcher, she's also a very good hitter. So when you look at Knobloch, obviously um you know, what she brings to the party is going to be, um, it's interesting. And the fact that it's on Grand Blank's home field, which is, that makes it that much more interesting. Now, I know this year in 2021, Oxford and Grand Blank have played each other on numerous occasions, especially in girls basketball. And um, now you put them in softball. So, so I don't know if this would be a trend to put Ox, to put Grand Blank um, and Oxford together, have Oxford go west. and you know, so I don't know if it's if it's a trend for them, but I'm curious to see how they do in this, especially when you look at three teams in there in Lapeer, um, Davison and Oxford, um, no, Grand Blank. They're gonna have to go through each other. I know um I really like what Grand Blank um what Lapeer has. I mean, especially um Paige Erla. I mean, like she's a really, really really um really good player for Lapeer. Really good player for them. Um, I think that, um, when I look at this matchup, I think Grand Blank and Davison, that's going to be really, really close. So if I'm a team that has to be an upset alert, I think it's Grand Blank. I mean, we've heard the talk that they want to get to Michigan State. We've heard the talk. They have the pitcher. They have the offense. You know, we've heard it. But don't be surprised if Davison gives them a game. Because, because all it takes is one, you could take one bad inning, one, you know, for an upset to occur. And to me, I think Grand Blank, out of all the teams in softball, and I know I'm going to make a lot of haters here in the state, especially to people at State Champs and the good folks at ABC 12, WNEM, and Grand Blank. I think Grand Blank is primed to be upset because you look at Davison and Lapeer. Lapeer's already beat them once um, in the regular season. And you look at Grand Blank, you know, with Davison, they've had close games with them, and it's a rivalry game. So I think, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Davison upsets them. But I think Grand Blank will move on and play Lapeer. And right there, if you're Lapeer, you're still an upset. I mean, if you're Grand Blank, you're still an upset trap because Lapeer beat you once. And then, of course, there's that possibly playing Oxford. Oxford, I think, can play with Grand Blank. I really think they can. Um, so when you really look at it here, you know, Grand Blank, this district here, I do have a winning this district, but if I'm Grand Blank, I'm on upset alert because, yes, you're at home. Yes, you have um, you have the best pitcher in the state. You have a very good offense. But I'm going to tell you, it might take that one team in that district, you know, to take away all your dreams. And if you're Grand Blank, beware. Beware. Because it wouldn't surprise. I think Oxford can play with them. I really do. So 
the bottom line here is um, I think, you know, Grand Blank, you know, I think they'll win this district, but but don't be surprised if they don't. So that's my thoughts on Grand Blank in that top out district. Um, and then let's go to District 21. That's at Berkeley. You got Berkeley taking on A&T, Inferno, Detroit Renaissance. Um, until anybody can knock off Detroit Renaissance, um, this is the Phoenix's district to lose. Um, I just think Detroit Renaissance is a team that, you know, they've been playing well. Um, I think they're the best team in the Detroit Public School League. Um, and now you're taking on a Ferndale team who um, moves up to Division One. They've had success. I mean, like, the Eagles, we know that they've, what they've done, um, especially winning district championships. But moving up to D2 D to D1 could be a real, real challenge. Um, and then you have Berkeley taking on A&T. I just think Berkeley will knock them off and take on Detroit Renaissance in the district final. I just think at the end of the day, it's going to be too much. Um, too much. Um, Detroit Renaissance are going to move on. Um, we'll see what happens going forward there in that one. Um, let's go now to region number... Um, 22, District 22 at Sterling Heights got Warren Mott versus Royal Oak. That winner's taking on Warren Cousineau. Um, Sterling Heights taking on Warren Regina. There's a state-ranked team in this district and um, Warren Regina. Um, do I see Royal Oak touching it, touching them? Probably not. Um, I think that I think that um, it'll be Ro Warren Regina, Warren Cousineau. Um, I just don't think that anybody's touching the satellites in this in this district. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, let's go to region number um let's go to region number um twenty six district twenty six. Man, I'm man, I'm still in that mood of like regionals, you know. Um District twenty six, you got Novi versus Livonia Stevenson. That one are taking on Farmington Hills Mercy, and then you have North Farmington versus Farmington. This is going to be a good district. I really think this is going to be a really good district. I mean, Novi, we know about Novi. They've knocked off. They knocked off from Howell. They knocked off. Um, they got a really good pitcher in in um in um Regan, Re, Re, Regan Bennett. Um, who's who's at time has looked really good. I mean, I mean, like um for Novi. Um, Novi's a dangerous team. I mean, and if they can get by Livonia Stevenson, what they should. Then that match with Farm Tales Mercy is really in, enticing. It's gonna be really enticing, because um, I think if if it turns out to be a good pitchers duel there, and if the Marlins can't get the bats going in that game, if that supposed game that were to happen, I think Novi's got a great chance to get to the district final. I mean, I really do. And then on the other side of things, you got Farmington. Um, Farmington have had they played an incredible year. I mean, they've won the they won the red title this year. I mean, you know, I mean, like been probably the biggest surprise of the red this year with the way they've been playing. Um, but Farmington's a team that I think is a really dangerous team. I mean, so I'm curious to see what Farmington has um, heading into this um, matchup with North Farmington. We know it's a rivalry game. North Farmington's had a really They've had an all right season. I mean, North Farmington, um, there's been some games where they've won um close. They've won blowout convincingly fashion, but I'm curious to see how this is gonna be. Um so I think that winner of Novi versus Farmington's Mercy is gonna take on Farmington. Um it don't be surprised if Novi wins this one. 
But don't be surprised if Farmer Tales Mercy wins this one. I have Farmer Tales Mercy on the blog um, winning his district. Um, but don't be surprised if Novi or Farmington wins this district. Just really don't be surprised how that would turn out. So curious to see what happens there in that one. Um, let's go to um, now district number um, 27. This one's at Waterford Mott. Um, you got Waterford Kettering taking on Clarkston and Clarkston taking on Avondale. So this one here, oh no, take that back. It's at Waterford Kettering versus Clarkston, Waterford Mott versus Avondale. So let's look at this one here. People are going to say, well, what is gone wrong with Clarkston? I mean, here's the thing. We talked Clarkston on several occasions this year. They're a young group, very young team. Um, this team has taken a lot of lumps. So when you look at Clarkston, the Wolves, it's, it's, it's been a real, real mystery with Clarkston. And now you look at other teams there, like Avondale's had a nice um, set of good year. You look at Waterford Kettering, you know. This district looks to be even Steven. To me, the favorite has to be Clarkston because of their pedigree. Because of they've been there, done that. Let's not forget the current seniors who were sophomores went to battle, went to East Lansing. So when you look at Clarkston, yes, they're a young team, but they have that championship experience. I mean, they have a very good coach in John and Don Peters. Who's been there? So when you look at Clarkston, you know, there's a reason why I think Clarkston has a good chance to win to win this district. Now, people at Avenue are going to be up in arms, and people at Waterford Kettering can be up in arms. You know, what if Kettering wins the pitcher's duel with Clarkston? You know, they could. But I just think Clarkston, led by Kira Tomey, um, I think it's going to do just enough to get there to the final. And that they're, I think they're going to take on Avondale. And I think at the end of the day, I really like Clarkson. I think this postseason is going to get Clarkson back to um, on the map. I really think that this postseason is going to really help the Wolves um, after their very difficult season. You know, the postseason, it could do wonders. And I think Clarkson's a team that can really do that type of advantage. I think Clarkson can benefit from it. So I'm going to take the Wolves here um, in, this, um, in this district to move on. I think Clarkson will move on in this district. Um, let's go now from district number um, 27 to district 28. This one's going to be at Groves. Um, you got Seaholm West Bloomfield, Groves and Bloomfield Hills. Um, Groves and Bloomfield Hills is going to be probably the best game in this district. I mean, and they're playing in the district semifinals, especially with how both these teams have played. Um, Bloomfield Hills has been, they've been playing really well lately. Groves has been playing better. I mean, Seaholm has been playing better and West Bloomfield. So when I look at this mat, this district here on paper, I should give an edge to Bloomfield Hills, but don't count out Groves. And the fact that these two teams are in the same side of the bracket, you know, it really, it's a really dangerous scenario for 
And then the other side, he got Seaholm and Bloom in you know, West Bloomfield. You know, don't be surprised if West Bloomfield wins that one over Seaholm and gets to the um, district final and um, takes on either Bloomfield Hills or West Bloomfield. Or no, takes on either Bloomfield Hills or Groves. And um, but don't be surprised. Like, let's say if Groves beats Bloomfield Hills, I think Groves takes the district. But if Bloomfield Hills wins over Groves, don't be surprised if Bloomfield Hills takes the district because I think. I think the two teams in that bot and that on the other side of the bracket are a little bit better right now than the teams on the top. I'd be shocked if Seaholm or West Bloomfield won that district. I'd be really, really shocked. But until then, give me the edge with um, West Bloomfield. Give me the edge with um, Bloomfield Hills and Groves. So that's going to be really interesting to say the least there in that one. Um, let's go now to district number um. District number um, 30, and that's at Troy. Um, I'm going to talk 29 in a minute here. But Troy versus Utica. Utica Eisenhower versus Troy Athens. Um, <clears throat> this is shaping up to be a very interesting district. I mean, I think Troy, Troy Athens, and Utica Eisenhower have great chances to win this district. I really do. Um, I just think that, you know, the Red Hawks had a slow start to the year, um, but have bounced back. Troy, we know they're well coaching Tom, Coach Tom Callahan. Um, and then, of course, Utica Eisenhower has been a really interesting story. Um, so when you look at this district, um, we know about the Battle of Troy, the possibility there. But Troy Athens has got to be the one if they can knock off Utica Eisenhower. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see what happens there. Um, but Utica Eisenhower is a really good team. I mean, they got a really good team. Um, Troy Athens, we know they've had a slow start, but they've picked it up lately. Troy's been really consistent. Um, so I'm curious to see what happens there in that district. Um, I think the favorite's Utica Eisenhower. Um, I think that um, don't be surprised if the Eagles win that district. Just don't be surprised if they um, if they do make some noise. Um, I just think Utica Eisenhower's had a really Nice year. Um, I'll be curious to see how they do going south in Detroit. So I'll be curious to see what happens there in that one. Um, and then you look at, um, and then, of course, we look at that last um, district, District 29. You got Lake Orion, Stony Creek, and Rochester and Adams. Um, this one's interesting because I think all four teams have a great shot to win this district. Um, early on, I thought Stony Creek would would win this district. I mean, but then I saw that Lake Orion Stony Creek game, and Lake Orion just laid a whooping on Stony Creek, twelve to two. Stony Creek won the white title this year, knocked off Rochester. So I'm curious to see that Lake Orion Stony Creek game is going to be really interesting, considering it was Lake Orion that went into Stony Creek and beat Stony Creek at Stony Creek. So, and then you look at Lake Orion, you know. They've been playing better baseball, softball lately. They've been playing much better softball. And you look at and you look at Adams. Adams just recently had two girls pitch two no hitters. And Rochester, we know what they have. You know, they got a really good standout and a Megan Lorenzo. I mean, so I'm curious to see what happens in that district. Um, but. I gotta give an edge to Lake Orion. I just think Lake Orion's played a really tough schedule. They've taken a lot of lumps. Um, 
I think it's going to be a Lake Orion Adams um, district final. Um, and I think the Dragons are going to be the ones that come out of there winning that one. So I'll be curious to see what happens there um, going forward there in that um, in that um, regional, so in that district. So we'll see what happens. Um, okay, now, um, that is my baseball softball previews here. I know we, we started off with soccer as well. I know soccer has started as well, along with both lacrosses. So let's take a brief cap on, on girls' soccer. Um, right now we got um, Davison versus District 6 at Lapeer. We got Davison versus Lake Orion. Um, an Octa versus Grand Blank. Um, no changes that are still there. I still think it's going to be Lake Orion, Grand Blank in the, um, in the district final there. Um, I really think Grand Blank, you know, with the experience they have, but don't be surprised if Lake Orion wins that one. Just really don't be surprised there in that one. Um, we got, so far here, we got West Bloomfield who knocked off Lakeland, taking on Wild Lake Central. Um, then you have, um, I, I just think when you look at District 7, I still think this district is Wild Lake Central's to lose. Um, so that'd be really interesting there. Um, and this one here, I mean, like at Northville, I just still... I can't go against Novi, especially with what they got there. Um, District 13 at Berkeley, you know, Troy knocked off Berkeley um, really impressively. Um, curious to see how that, and then Groves at Tessiel. I mean, so that'd be really interesting there. And then, of course, you have um, Royal Oak versus Bloomfield Hills. Um, Seaholm was my team to win that district, so I was really surprised that um, Seaholm um, lost that one to Groves. And, um, but I, I just think now Troy is going to be the team. I think it'll be Troy, Bloomfield Hills, and I think I really think I like the Colts to win that district over um, the Blackhawks there. Um, no changes with District 14 with them Troy Athens. Um, you know, with Adams, you know, Adams take out Utica, and then, of course, you have um, Utica Eisenhower versus Stony Creek. Um, I still think Stony Creek will win that district. Um, really interesting to see what happens there. Um, I think Avondale has a shot against Birmingham Marion. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what happens there at District 25. So it'll be really interesting to see the least there. Um, when you look at girls soccer, um, so those are the updates right now for spring sports right now that I can give everybody right now. Um, we got some basketball news to talk about as well. Um, and I think this is really interesting. Obviously, um, when you look at, of course, coaching news is obviously, of course, um, MI Prep Zone um, released a, um, got a request from Ferndale Athletic Director Sean Butler um, about um, the Ferndale girls basketball job and saying that that job is now open. Um, there's a vacancy there. Um, so I sent out a, um, so I sent out a post on my blog at sammysemicolonterminatblogspot.com. Um, to really look at the um to look at that basketball job. Obviously, um, you know, when you look at of course um Ferndale, it, I mean Ferndale's a good place, a good place, you know, for a new coach to um because to start over. And basically what happened was, you know, Ferndale last season did not field girls basketball. I mean, didn't have enough players and I think a lot of that had to do with the COVID nineteen pandemic. Um you know, and I think, you know, when you look at Ferndale, you know, a good area, good place to, good place to, um, you know, for a new coach, you know, to, 
put your program in place there. Um, so when you look at Ferndale, I mean, you know, you're going to be in the gold, you're going to be in the um, blue division this year. <coughs> Excuse me. You're going to be in the blue division. You're going up against the likes of Farmington, Seahome, Harper Woods, Avondale. Um, and then you have Pontiac Oak Park. Um, you know, so when you really look at, um, when you really look at, um, at Ferndale, you know, and, and of course at Ferndale University there in your backyard. So, you know, so when you really look at Ferndale, it's not a bad place. I mean, to start over, I mean, like you got athletes down there at Ferndale who can do really well. I mean, you know, I mean, like, so I'm curious to see how, for how, um, how they, um, going to recruit the school. I'm very curious to see. And I think a good spokesman would be Coach Juan Rickman, the boys coach there. And the reason why I say this is because look at what Ferndale's boys basketball program did. They went to the state semifinals last season in boys basketball. So if I'm athletic director Sean Butler, and this is my total opinion, is you say, is you ask Coach Juan Rickman to do like, you know, if we can do this, you know, then you could say to the girls there, you guys can do this too. I mean, I mean, like, you know, Ferndale, you know, I know their history. You know, I know their history. Um, but my suggestion is, if you're Coach Juan Rickman, you know, why not be a spokesman, you know what I mean? A spokesperson, you know, for um, in the school and say, you know, if we can do this with the boys, why don't you come out and play girls basketball? You know what I mean? Come out and play girls basketball. I mean, like, um, you know, and be be the start of something special down there at Ferndale. And I think that'll be a really good – I think I would be really good. That's just my opinion. You know, I'm not going to – but I'm not sure how it's going to look like. But if I'm if I'm athletic director Sean Butler, you know, I would ask Juan Rickman to be like a spokesman within the school, you know what I mean, and try to recruit kids within the school to um, play basketball. So why not? You know, I mean, like it can work, you know. But that new coach is going to have to rebuild program strength, obviously, because Ferndale had one team um, back in 2019. I mean, they had one team. Um, if you could build the program to get the three teams, obviously, that would help big time. Um, Ferndale's boys, they did a really good job of that. I mean, getting it to three program, getting three three levels. You got freshman, junior varsity, varsity. And I think that's going to help the program in the long haul. I think Ferndale's a good good destination for a new coach. Um, the reason why is you're starting over fresh. You're starting over from scratch, um, building the program. Um, you know, so I'm curious to see where, you know, where this, where the direction of the Ferndale girls program will be at. But I think Ferndale is a very, very good job. I mean, you got an athletic director who's very supportive and Sean Butler. Um, you know, you, you know, and I, I really think, you know, and this is what I said about Juan Rickman, you know what I mean? The boys coach there. I said, you know, be a spokesman. You know what I mean? Be a spokesman within the school district. That's what I would, I would tell, I would tell him honestly, you know what I mean? It's be a spokesman, you know what I mean? You know, to try to get, try to get players within the um, school district, you know, within the school, you know, say, hey, you know what I mean? 
you know, we've had the success in boys basketball, you know, you can have the same success in girls basketball. You know what I mean? So I think that would be a really, I think it'd be a really good thing, real positive. Um, you know, trying to get, trying to get um, student athletes to come out and play girls basketball. And I think that'd be a really good thing. Um, when you look at, of course, the, um, when you look at, of course, um, the others, other jobs around the OA, obviously, um, not going to touch Groves at all. Um, don't want to. But Adams is a very interesting job um, when you look at um, the Highlanders. Um, and then, of course, you have Clarkston. I mean, you know, Clarkston's going to be, I mean, Clarkston's a very interesting job um, destination considering with the experience they got coming back. Um, and then you look at Adams. I mean, Adams, we know they've got some players there. Um, you know, and Maddie uh, Matt Kessman. They got um, they got um, Abby Dranick, um, Anaya Howard. Um, so I'm curious to see how those coaching searches go. You know, and then Clarkston, we know the experience they got. I mean, obviously, you know, they've won two district titles. Um, so I'm curious to see where those coaching churches go. And those are some we got to keep an eye on very, very carefully. So there's four jobs we got to keep an eye on, obviously, here on the um, podcast and also on the blog as well. Um, so I'm curious to see going forward. Um, and then, of course, on the boys' basketball side, we're keeping an eye on the jobs at Rochester and Ferndale University. Um, those are two um, vacancies within the boys' basketball ranks that are looking for um, head coaches right now. So... We'll see what happens going forward. Um, I also sent my um top five um summer league um summer league blog. Um, also my um on the blog as well at semi-semicolon-termina-blogspot.com. Also, I updated of course my top ten um football teams, my top twenty, my top football teams to watch. Obviously, heading into the into the summer months. Obviously, of course, we know um we know that the end of school is near. Um. You know, I know a lot of people I'm talking seven on seven and um you know, so I'm curious to see where each football team's gonna go. So that is also on my blog at semi semicolon termina at blogspot.com. Um you know, my final thoughts, I mean like obviously for the week obviously is um you know, it is what it is. I mean like um but we previewed um we previewed the um Soccer, we previewed lacrosse, we previewed baseball, softball, um, giving projections and everything. Um, a lot of things going on, which is um, which is really interesting to say the least. Um, but we're keeping a really close eye on a lot of things going around the league, also around the state of Michigan as well. Um, but I, I'm curious to see this weekend. You know, I think I really think. You know, when you look at, of course, the state meet for track and field, does Oak Park girls win another state title? That is the big question. Does somebody in the boys' side in East Kentwood's reign? That's the big question there in track and field. Um, I think the tennis finals start this weekend. Um, very curious to see who would be the favorite there. Could Bloomfield Hills win another state championship in tennis? That is a big question. Um, I would, I would think they would be the favorite in, um, to win it all. Um, 
in tennis. Um, and then, of course, we got golf. Obviously, of course, um, I think Lake Orient's a team to watch in golf. Um, Adams is another one. So I'm curious to see what happens there. So when you look at, obviously, the preview there for regionals, I mean, like for golf regionals, that's something to keep a very close eye on. So, and then, of course, we got, um, and then, um, so, uh, and then we talked baseball, softball earlier. I mean, like, I'm curious to see in baseball, is Lavonia Stevenson on upset alert? Um, because they play Farmington in the um, district semifinals on Saturday. So I'm curious to see what happens there. Um, I mean, like, is, um, I mean, there's others to watch as well. Is Birmingham Brother Rice another team? Are they on upset alert? So that's another one I'm keeping a really close eye on carefully. Um, and then, of course, you have the, um, and then, of course, you know, you look at District 31 at Lapeer, you know, with, is a Lake Orion-Oxford rematch on the horizon in the district final? Looks possible. I'm curious to see what happens there. And then softball, people ask me about um, who are your top teams right now. I mean, like, throughout the state. I mean, I know we talk Howell, we talk Heartland, we talk Grand Blank. Um, you know, we got two teams in the um, in the um, Kensington Lakes Athletic, Kensington Lakes Activity Association. Then you have one in the um, Valley. So, but when you look at obviously, um, when you look at obviously Grand Blank's road, and people ask me, why are you not trusting Grand Blank? You know what I mean? I think Grand Blank's proud to be upset. I really do. Uh, you know, and then when you look at Howell and Heartland, you know, they're going to have to see each other eventually. So, so those are going to be really interesting to see. I'm curious to see who wins that, um, district at Stony Creek. Um, I think that's a, I think that's anybody's district to take there. Um, the one at Clark, the one at, um, Waterford Mott with, um, Clarkston, um, Avondale, Kettering and Mott. That one's really interesting. Um, a lot of people would be shocked if Clarkson doesn't win that district. Um, so that would be a huge head scratcher if they don't win that district. Um, and then I'm curious to see is Ferndale's rise. How would Ferndale do for being up in Division Two and Division from Division Two to Division One? That's the one I'm very curious to watch. Um, you know, both their baseball and softball teams um, moving up from Divisions Two to Division One. Um, curious to see what happens there, um, in that, um, district. So, for both their baseball and softball programs. Um, my final thoughts this week, obviously, um, we'll see what happens going forward. Um, wish everybody the best of luck this week, um, in their, um, competitions. Um, postseason's here. You know, I can't believe we're only three weeks away from the end of the, um, spring season. So, We'll see what happens. The weather's going to get hot. It's going to get humid. Um, so make sure you water up. Um, make sure mask up. You know what I mean? Like if um, you're indoors. Um, so we'll see what happens going forward. All right, I'm going to sign off here. Um, on our way now here. Take care, everybody. See you all next week, everybody. And God bless all. Take care and see you next week, everybody.